Wabam! You alright? You alright, geezers and geezettes? How are you doing? <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the third and final stream of today from us. Hello. Hi. Thanks for joining. Thanks you lot for coming along and playing. I, I really massively appreciate it. I'm DM Dan. Hello. Hello, Dan. Hi, Dan. Again. Hi. <laughs> so, um, yes, hot off the heels of uh, some supernormaling, um, we're going to the absolute opposite end of the spectrum uh, to the most super individual known to man, history, the cosmos, the one and only. Jason Statham. Oh, I thought this was going to be Nicolas Cage. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've part we've we've reached beyond the constellation that is Nicolas Cage, and we find ourselves firmly within the Statham Nebula. Um, but uh, to car to join us on this uh, wonderful, wonderful vacation for uh, the world's most prolific action hero, uh, action film hero, um, just kind of going around the houses, we have Nate. Hello, welcome back. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Pretty good. Wonderful. I'm ready. Wonderful. We are you're, you're never ready for the statement. Um <laughs> so uh we've decided off, off camera, but Nate, you are playing the private security today. I am. You His are name is right. Duncan. Duncan, the private security. Thank you very much, Duncan. Uh going around. Uh next up we have Tim. Hello, Tim. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, you are providing some hard and fast law today. You I are will. I personally know a lot of law, so this you will know. be very accurate. A lot of the law. With Bingley Whitt Whittleton. Bingley. LLB. That is definitely a law. DSP. RRB. CRNK. CIA. FBI. <laughs> um, so uh, next up, we have a uh, brand new face. Hello, Lane. What's up? How you doing? Not bad. I've been excited about this for quite a while. And so you should be, because uh, there will be all of your life experiences up until this point will pale in comparison uh, to the antics of Statham on vacation. Um, <laughs> and you've decided to jump in with both feet as Jason's agent. Exactly. I am Karen Shopper. <laughs> Amazing. Hello, Karen. Uh, and last but not least, hello, Meg. Welcome back to the street. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. Um, you're going to be our designated tour guide. I am. And you can call me Jenny. And I am looking forward to giving Jason the best time of his life. <laughs> you see, the thing is with Jason, this is that is the only acceptable answer. Everything has to be the, the best, the best thing in his life. Um, so um, as, you, as you may well have guessed from what we've been saying, uh, Jason Statham is going on a big vacation, um, and it is up to the four of you to ensure that Mr. Statham enjoys his holiday. Um, unfortunately, the biggest hurdle to Jason enjoying his holiday is a mixture of Jason um, and his unpredictableness, um, and also his arch nemesis, Wesley Snipes, also known as the Wesley Sniper. Um, now, uh, because of the code of conduct within the Film Actors Guild, um, Wesley Snipes isn't allowed to directly attack Jason or any of his staff. Uh, so you five are fine. Uh, unfortunately, with his singular uh, bullet, 
this singular sniper rifle bullet. Wesley Snipes can shoot anything in, and he's doing his best to try and ruin Jason's holiday um, with every every kind of scene. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, the, every time we do something where a roll is needed, um, you're going to need to roll a D6 and a D12. Um, the D12 is the one that you're mainly looking at, uh, and you need you have a number of skills, um, each assigned to your roles, your jobs, um, and you're looking to roll equal to or under your stat, your relevant stat. So, for example, uh, Tim M. Law, uh, if you were trying to roll a spin doctor, uh, trying to use your spin doctor, you'd have to roll seven or less. Nice and easy. Mm -hmm. If the D6, uh, the Statham die, if the D6 ever equals the D12 roll. Jason Statham does something unpredictable. <laughs> okay. Um, we also have a number of donations for the audience to kind of participate in. Uh, we've um, chucked what those things do down in the chat. Uh, but to give a quick uh, quick rundown, uh, five pounds will let us re-roll the next failure. Ten pounds re-rolls the next success. Uh, Fifteen pounds, Jason Statham immediately does something unpredictable. Uh, 20 pounds, we heal Jason's, uh, sorry, Jason Statham's tracks by one. That will come up in a bit. Uh, and for 40 pounds, Wesley Snipes reloads. Um, oh, and, no. <laughs> ooh, Thanks, Kyle. And oh. I believe that we already have a 15 pound donation to start off with. So from the, from the get-go, uh, tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'll let you settle in and then Normally it would be immediate, but I'm just going to hit you all with a surprise, unpredictable statum um, very early on in the game. Fantastic. That's, that's amazing. Uh, in true statum ways. So, um, are you all ready to go? Are you yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Let us jump straight in. Bam! With a smash cut as uh, Jason boots open the door to the... the reception room that you're all patiently waiting for him in and he swaggers in runs his hand over his uh his shaved head and he uh all right gang so basically the last team i had to fire them all it was a good holiday but it weren't the best but i've got good feelings about you lot so last year i went down to margate and it was all right i had uh and it was it was quite fun the one thing I did notice as I was fighting Steve Mitchell, Phil Mitchell, uh, sorry, Steve McFadden, Phil Mitchell, and Peggy Mitchell down <laughs> in this brand new gala bingo hall that was set up in the old Sea Life Centre was just like oh, something I was missing in my life. And I sat down and I watched three weeks of EastEnders omnibuses back to back. Boom. Classic TV. So... What it made me realise watching all them omnibuses is that like every time the EastEnders lot go on holiday, they all go to one place, and that's the place that I want to go to this this year. All right, this year we're all going to South End in Essex. All right, we're going down to the seafront. Yeah, Peter Pan's playground. Yes, that's what I need in my life. So you're going to make that happen, and I'm going to have an amazing time. Capiche? Of course, sir. Uh, of course, I'll I'll start making some calls now. Amazing, amazing. Oh, God. Um, so, uh, moments later, um, the we smash cut to Jason Statham, bang, kicking the door out from the inside of his Porsche um, as he strides out onto the seafront 
the, the Southland Seafront. Um, and as he kind of stands there, he places his hands on his hips and gets a real big huff of that of that seafront air, that musty Essex seafront air. Um, and as you kind of all pile out of the of the little sedan that you've had to uh, kind of roll in, in um, he kind of looks left and right and right. What is it that we can do here? You know what? You know what? The first thing that I want to do here in uh, South End Essex is a ten. We're gonna re-roll that because that's what happened last year. We're gonna <laughs> re-roll that. We're re-rolling the two because that happened last year. We an eighteen. You know what? One of the things that I've heard about South End Essex is that they've got the best sweetie shops in all of the southeast coast. So I want to go to a sweetie shop. All right, that's what I want to do. Um, and he he sort of like looks to you and just kind of starts like striding over to the nearest uh the nearest american candy store that's been set up on the uh on the seafront um but unbeknownst to you and i'm not gonna tell you what this is but is it called jason statham's big confections <laughs> it is now in fact yes uh, jason is drawn to this giant neon front of shop sign of his own face <laughs> can i uh can i try and sprint in there ahead of him uh, and using my eye for detail make sure that it's all like really nicely set up that everything is pristinely positioned nothing's out of place oh, sure. I will absolutely join you I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna barge past you as well and I'm just gonna make sure that no one's actually in the shop and just sort of usher them out just kind of go come on now come on out of the way come on big man's coming through okay so uh, so we've got tidying up Helping tidying up, uh, ushering people um, out of the uh, out of the shop. Um, tell you what, let's start with. Uh, so th there are lots of people in the way first. So let's start with Nate, the private security. I'm going to argue that if you're the first, as as Jason's kind of striding down, oh yeah, yeah, just like stepping on all the chips that have been dropped on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, <laughs> I'm going to ask you for an extraction roll. As you try to extract <laughs> all of the public from the Jason Statham's big confection. So that's a, a D6 and a D12. So you roll D6 and a D12. Uh, you're, we're keeping an eye on the D12, but the D6 might cause Jason to go uh, off kilter. Okay. Oh. So you need either six or less <laughs> to, on the D12. So um, as you as you step in and sort of like... I. I what what do you look like, mate? What does Duncan look like? He's a pretty he's a pretty sort of he's a big man, but he's a round man. That's what I'm that's what I'm sort of thinking. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't actually okay. have much. Just really just round. <laughs> um, I I kind of like to think that because he's so proud of being like. Jason Statham's like private security. Sure. He's actually just like, make way, Jason Statham, you know, from the movies, get out of the way. He needs to feel. And because everyone's now so excited that Jason Statham's actually coming into the shop, they're making it even harder for him yes. to get there. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you just hear, oh my God, Jason Statham. Oh, he's, he's my sweetheart. He is. Oh. <laughs> um, and like, 
Duncan, as you feel the situation kind of slipping out away from you, uh, Tim, uh, sorry, uh, Bingley and Karen, you both enter into, into uh, the big confection shop. Um, who's going to go first and how are you planning on getting, like, because you're tidying up, right? But, like, how are you addressing the situation? Um, do we have do we have some cash that I can just thrust at the shopkeeper? <laughs> uh, you've got you so Tim, you Bingley does have a pocket full of Stephen bucks, um, <laughs> which are like crisp, green, like American dollar style notes, but with Jason's face on them instead of like um, George Washington or whatever. Um, you've printed a bunch of these off in preparation for the holiday. Um, so yeah, you can use them as a as a tool. Uh, how are you, are you, so are you trying to? How, how are you kind of I'll, what so skill are you using to bribe I'll bung uh, him, sir, and just be like, Listen, sir, the uh, life's about to become rather complicated for you, but uh, don't you worry, we'll, we'll look after it. We can cover the legal expenses. Uh, give me a moment, uh, let me in just tidy up some things around here, and uh, we'll have it looking spick and span. And Mr. Statham will, I'm sure, have a wonderful time. Think how famous you'll be. Ooh. You should give it. You should give the shopkeeper some of the money, and then he'll. Then Jason will think that the shopkeeper's paying him to be here. That's a good idea. Yes, yes, and that he sounds, loves his own face. Right. That uh, sounds quite spin, Doctor. Yes, sir. If you can maybe pay him a couple of uh, slip him a couple of these in his change, and uh, okay, well, okay, we'll, like uh, say, take care of you. Um. So Bingley, if I could get you to roll me. Oh, oh no! Someone has purchased a re-roll, so that Thanks, is a. Thanks, God. <laughs> thank you, thank you, generous benefactor. Uh, so that is the next failure is going to get re-rolled. Um, hey, hey. Uh, bear in mind that unexpected state of moment is still looming over you. So um, can't wait. So Bingley, uh, it sounds like you're trying to construct a narrative here. So I'm going to ask you for a spin doctor roll. So D6 and D12, you want to roll 7 or less on the D12 and hope to God that you don't roll equals on the two dice. Okay. Okay, I have not rolled under my D7. So, um, he does have a re-roll. Oh, I have a re-roll. You have a re-roll, yes, correct. Yeah, just so a D12 just... or both? Both. Both. <laughs> cool. Oh, okay. Yay. So you you approach the counter, you explain this story, and then you just pull out this wad of Statham bucks. Um, and as you hand them over to the shopkeeper, uh, he, he sort of like looks through me, kind of flicks through me, sniffs them a little bit. Um, like it, the, the shopkeeper has seen this happen in the movies, so he like bites on some of the notes to see if they're real, <laughs> and like they are. Um, and he just uh, oh thanks, boss, and he kind of pockets the money. Um, and as like as this happens, uh, like you look out and Jason's just kind of coming around the corner. He's about to go in. So um, the the shopkeeper's been bought off. Uh, Karen, um, you're just uh, like there's still all these people oh, just kind of bumbling around. What what is it you're doing to remedy the situation okay. for their safety more than anything? Um, first thing. We're going to be filming here, people. Um, if you like to leave the store, 
there will be a raffle afterwards and a pri the prize will be an extra on Mr. Statham's next movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the crowd seem intrigued. Um, are you are you adding to it, or are you uh, did you want to apply one of your skills to that? Um, like, no, are you are you setting panicking. off the waterworks? <laughs> <laughs> she's panicking. Uh, and you will also be paid for your time. And um, okay, you know, it might what? be a meet and greet afterwards. I'm um, I'm thinking that um, your. Uh, your struggles to publicly speak to a crowd of people is potentially what led you down the road to becoming a failed actress. Um, so if I could have a failed actress role, please, uh, really? you need a six or less on the D12. <gasps> oh, hey. nailed it. Um, okay, so your genuine, uh, genuine tears and kind of sobbing and stuttering as you <laughs> start to have a <laughs> like a bit of a breakdown in front of all these um, asexians. Um, they they kind of look to you and want, like, there's this one guy that comes over to you and goes, "Oh, don't worry, babe," and he just kind of wipes the tear from your from your cheek, um, and uh, we'll we'll all be extras on our next on Jason Statham's next film. Yeah, it sounds. This sounds banging, actually. Um, and they all, like the crowd, as a homogenous mass, just... just you best all be moving before we sue you for emotional distress. <laughs> um, okay, so, as this happens, uh, me so, Jenny, Meg... Um, Jenny, call me Jenny! Jenny, uh, Je Jenny! Um, so, you're stood at the front, and you can see Jason arrive, and, like, he, he looks to you, and you're like, yeah, yeah. And then he stops... And he's got his hands on his hips, right? And he's got his feet placed apart in a perfect power stance, learned directly from the set of Expendables. He, he got this from, from Sly himself. And he looks up, and you see him, like, running his tongue behind his bottom lip. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't know. That neon sign on my face up there. The eyes are too big. Nah, we gotta burn it all, he says. <laughs> and like from his trousers, he just pulls out a sledgehammer. <laughs> and he and he charges past you and just takes a swing at the first like display stand. And like this, he smacks it and this bat this like whole shelf display, those little lavender sweets, the little you know, they just go scattering um and like not all the people have left yet so like bedlam ensues um <laughs> at this at this moment as like you as you hear the screams of the, of the public not really knowing what's happening because there's a, a, a sudden state an unexpected statement with a sledgehammer has just turned up um you like you kind of as you try to figure out what to do tour guide um you see a red dot in amongst the crowd Oh no. And at this moment you notice um that there is a I don't know. So she's like a a woman in her probably like early to mid fifties. Um to describe her generously, you would use the word 
frumpy. Um, and this, you see this red dot kind of hover near her head, and then it moves to a shelf nearby. Uh, it moves to the ice cream cone in her hand, and with a single bang, a bullet flies from the end of South End Pier, which I think you find is the longest pleasure pier in the world, um, <laughs> and strikes this woman's ice cream and splatters it across a nearby wall. The shock of it oh, kind of makes her throw the rest of the cone away. And as she turns, you hear this little child go, Oh, Aunt Mavis! <laughs> and as Aunt Mavis turns... She looks and locks eyes with Jason. And she stops. And like you feel the world stop and she... My beautiful baby, she says. As she immediately falls in love with Jason Statham's ruggedly good looks. Oh, no. um, so the, the threat of this, uh, of this encounter is a loose aunt. Okay. <laughs> so first off, if anyone is going to fall in love with Jason Statham today, it's going to be Jenny. Jenny has been waiting her whole life for this moment. She's so excited that she gets to guide around the famous, famous Jason Statham. So she sees, she sees Aunt Mavis and she's like, oh, hell no. This this is not happening. She uh -huh. takes. She's got her. She's got a binder. You know, most most tour guides go with like the standard clipboard. Oh no, 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 not Jenny. Jenny has a binder. Currently, yeah. this binder is full of like sweet shop facts and peer facts and all the facts of South End on Sea that yeah. you could possibly gather in the half an hour that it took for them <laughs> to decide that they were going to this yeah. shithole of a place. Anyway, <laughs> she's ready. So she takes up her binder and in her youth, in her youth, Jenny used to be a rugby player, you see, and okay. she just goes in for the full tackle, yeah. and she just whomps Aunt Mavis out the way so that she is standing directly front of the beautiful, the wonderful, okay. the glorious J Jason Statham. That's, that's amazing. So this sounds inherently like an extreme sport. It is indeed. Um, like auntie-tackling. Um, so... Yeah. I'm going to need you to roll a five or less, and I will take this opportunity to also inform you, Jenny, uh, that we've had a £10 donation, so if you succeed on this roll, you must re-roll it. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> Thank oh, you, no. generous donator. God damn it. Okay, what am I rolling again? Sorry, I was uh, so, so a D12 and a D6. Uh, you need a five or less for extreme sports on the D12. Uh, if you 10. roll equal, it's a 10. Okay. Oh, it's uh, it's a oh, it's, it's a D six two and a D twelve eight. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, you go to like you, you see what's about to happen, and you charge through like rah, you push the the crowds out the way, um, and just just like you you were taught at school, um, you you turn your torso, you drop down, you know you're gonna get your head right up there in nature's niche, really take her legs out from under <laughs> her, um, and as you. As you charge, um, your foot lands on a bag of Haribo and you like slip. And there is a good three seconds where you are, like, nothing of you is touching the ground. Um, you go soaring through the air um, like 
an enthusiastic and jubilant missile. Um, you crash, <laughs> you crash into the shelvings alongside uh, Aunt Bavis uh, and just kind of ricochet off. Um, and as you kind of sprawl out onto the floor, you look up just in time to see Aunt Mavis launch herself uh, at Jason. And, like, with vice-like hand, she like grabs the sides of his head and lands the biggest, sloppiest snoot job. <laughs> it's like watching a, oh. a xenomorph implant. So we're like, <laughs> and Jason, oh, oh no, I'm married. Oh, oh Rosie, no. Oh. <laughs> Um, and Jason staggers backwards. Um, normally he, like, you know, he's, him and Rosie are going through a bit of a tough patch, you know. I mean, she is definitely like a supermodel and he's basically a superhuman. But he's trying to be better at this moment in time. So actually, because of this, uh, because Aunt Mavis has made it to him, I'm going to roll a D3, which is a two. And he becomes, he gains two boxes on his sad track. As Jason becomes more sad that okay. Aunt Mavis has just uh, uh, has potentially caused another argument between him and Rosie Huntington or Wilson, whatever surname is. Um, yes, uh, Jason. Oh no, not again! Like f- flicks the Aunt Mavis's sliver onto the floor, um, and then he just like he's he's just. He's he's angry. He's he's overwhelmed with everything that's happening. Um, he's going to start uh, like he he pushes uh, Aunt Mavis away, um, and this is only kind of spurred on his indignant rage. Um, so he starts sort of like with all of his smash cut experience. He just like bang, just like flat foot kicking uh, things over. Um, he looks at the. Um, at the shopkeeper behind the till, uh, and the, the shopkeeper's like, Oh, Mr. Statham, and like starts waving a Statham bill. And Statham just, You stole my cash, he says, and runs across, uh, <laughs> runs across the, the store and just, um, like flying elbow drops this, this <laughs> storekeeper. Um, and as he kind of rises up, he's behind the glass counter and he whoa, flips the flips the counter, um, and like South End Rock. Sticks just go flying off in all, <laughs> in all directions. Can I um, um, can I try and quickly draw something up to make it look as though by accepting our money, the shopkeeper has also contracted on as a stunt performer? 100%. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, that sounds legitimate. So that sounds like law law. Wonderful. All right. Uh, so you need a nine or less on your D12. I did oh, not no. do it. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh I no! I'm grin. Oh no! <laughs> okay. So also, you've rolled a twelve, which means on a twelve, it goes very badly. <laughs> uh, so, as you do this, as you like draw out your notepad and you start furiously writing like new laws into into effect. Um. You feel a little tap on your shoulder, uh, and in a bright yellow high vis is uh, and a one of those pointed caps. Um, you see two PCSOs, um, <laughs> like yeah, the, the police support officers, and one of them looks at you and 
Hello, hello, hello. Do you appear to be writing new law into legislation without running it through the House of Commons? Uh, I, I, I'd be I just for a bit of fun, you know, just a, doing a fun little bit of laws like you do. I don't know. I think that sounds like something very illegal, uh, my <laughs> good sir. So I, I'm going to keep my eye on you. I'm going to add one spot to the arrested. Because uh, you are inherent, you are fundamentally responsible for this lad here, who's currently causing a bit of a ruckus, and uh, <laughs> you are you are one step closer to getting me arrested. Good sir, oh, no. have a good day. And the two pieces <laughs> just leave. <laughs> I was considering slipping them a couple of Statham bucks, but I think I've done enough damage already. <laughs> so, um, whilst so whilst um, Bingley, the lawyer, is being reprimanded by the PCSOs, um, who else is doing what? Like who's what, what are you doing to try and curb Jason's indignation? Because um, Aunt Mavis is still on the, on the round page. Uh, I might um, see if I can um, get another swirly ice cream and then just ninja whip it at her. <laughs> cool her down. <laughs> okay. Choose so. that one. Death Wraith, Death Wraith the ice cream. Yeah. Very limited edition. <laughs> Okay, so I've grabbed a cornetto from the ice box. Okay, unwrapped it. Okay, in which case, uh, so what well, whilst you're doing that, just just to double check, uh, Jenny, what is it you've you're doing? Oh, um, yes, um, since I'm on the floor, um, in amongst all the sweets, I'm gonna try and calm Jason down with some of my best sweetie facts you know my best local knowledge to try and try and soothe his mind with some with some good old fashion you know fun facts about the place he's in i'm gonna okay. do what a tour guide does best and i'm gonna okay. hit him some of the best ones and i've got some good ones i've got some actual good ones here like so from the from the front of the like mr statham mr statham did you know that jelly babies were first launched by British sweet makers Bassett as peace babies in 1918 to commemorate the end of the First World War? Isn't that fascinating, Mr. Statham? Okay, so, uh, Jenny, you approach Statham and you start reeling off sweetie facts. While this is happening, uh, Duncan is, you've arrived at the ice cream Draw, you know the ones with the slidey tops yeah um and you've just kind of dived in and you've pulled out like two cornettos like the nutty one and the strawberry one and you're oh, looking no, through... one of them's got to be a mint one what well, mint okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. mint and strawberry and you're yeah. just like which one is the best weapon as you look backwards and forwards and whilst you're thinking this um uh, jenny if i could so using your local knowledge if i can get you to roll a d6 and d12 you need a seven or less on the d12 yeah, as you attempt to calm well. down Jason with his with your knowledge <laughs> on peace babies. Oh, you roll a twelve. Oh, <laughs> I'm the worst dog <laughs> <so> guy ever. <laughs> so he you you stand there and you say this to him while holding up like a bag of uh, Bassett's jelly babies, and he stops, he stops his rampage and <laughs> You are. Yeah. Jelly babies, Mr. Statham. They, they were they were they were created to commemorate the end of the, the First World War. Is, isn't that and fun? He, he, he looks to you, and I'm just going to double check this. Uh, 
Uh, uh, uh, uh, uh, uh, uh, uh, yeah. He looks to you and. But jelly babies contain gelatin. And as he says that, <laughs> I've taken a sacred oath never to eat gelatin ever again. Not since that one time in Cancun. And with that, he grabs the, gel- the bag of jelly babies and nyeh, throws them and they <laughs> bounce off your face. Um, you. <laughs> you take, you lose a point of stability and put it into adrenaline because the the baby, the jelly babies of the face pump you up. Um, so going forward, all of your d12s now add plus one to them. Um, and he just ah jelly babies. Um, and he, as he spits on the floor, like Aunt Mavis is back up, and she just kind of looks over, and it's the proper like. The, like heart shaped eyes, like bouncing out of her, her face as she starts like charging back towards uh, Jason. I'm gonna step between. Okay. Yeah. I am his agent. You have to go through me first if you want to talk to Mr. Statham. Yeah. Uh, so, are you using one of your skills or just trying to body this woman? I'm just trying to body this woman. <laughs> okay, doggie. So that is. Um, so if you have, if you're not using one of your specific skills, uh, it's a d12, d6, um, and you need to roll a four or less. <laughs> oh! Hey! Okay. So as she, oh, char- as, as Aunt Mavis starts charging towards you, um, Karen, you like- step out in the way and you. <laughs> Fists on hips. No. Um. No. <gasps> no. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, voice in my ear. That our our next success needs to be re-rolled. Here we go, uh, Karen. You're gonna have to re-roll that. Ah! <laughs> <Yes>! oh! <laughs> No one can deny the power of Karen. <laughs> okay. So um you oh, start and, and <laughs> like Aunt Mavis, Aunt Mavis senses kindred spirits between the two of you. And she <laughs> kind of like screeches to a halt. Um and as she stands there and kind of looks to you, and it's it's like you know, when like two uh like two wolves are like facing off in the wilderness to assert dominance of the pack. And as you're staring, at this point, there's a <laughs> and across the across the room, a <laughs> cornetto flies across from the from the ice cream counter. Um so Duncan, I'm gonna argue that your projectile cornetto is gonna use these weapons are also weapons. Mm. Um so please roll me a D6 and D12 if you need an eight or less. I mean, to be fair, you don't yes. want that point going in your eye. That would, you know, at least give you a day's worth of blindness. It's a nice seven. A seven. So, um, as as Mavis uh, like squares up with you, Karen, um, you hear a and like this cornetto slams Mavis in the side of the head. She tilters as um, the ice cream splashes over her face into her mouth and triggers her lactose intolerance. Um, she just. <laughs> She just starts like farting uncontrollably, like rolling around like a, a balloon that's just been let go by a wayward child. Um, and she just she eventually kind of like covers her mouth, she's holding her gut. Um, and she looks up to Jason and right, my beauty, she says as she goes 
kind of trolloping out of the, the store. Um, I like just as before we ate Aunt Mavis, she was already eating an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> she needed consequences. <laughs> Yes, but that well, was a soy ice cream. Oh, okay, the, fair uh, enough, yeah. You know, from the van <laughs> down cr- the road. <laughs> and as you look and kind of think to yourselves, oh, that's a, you know, thank God that we've uh, we've dealt with the threat of this Aunt Mavis. At this point, you turn to see Jason Statham. Um, and somehow he's gotten changed from like the suit, the, the tailored suit that he was wearing. Um, and he's now wearing a. Uh, I went to Southend and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. They can't fit the final T on. Um, and he's in like sparkly cowboy hot pants. Um, and he's just on the counter that he's tipped over, dual gunning fire extinguishers. And he's just using all of the knowledge that he gained from being from the sets of the Expendables. Just, just dousing everyone, uh, like every, everyone and everything in foam. Um, and at that point, um, he, he turns to you and that was banging, let's go he says and he kind of vaults past you uh, and kind of sprints <laughs> out of the, the confectionery shop and as he as you kind of make your way out um, the sign, of it, the neon sign of his face on the front like <laughs> bonk, falls off and kind of smashes onto the ground cool so <laughs> uh, next up uh, a few moments later um, Jason goes Jason turns to you uh, in his uh, cowboy hot pants and his South End t-shirt. And uh, I was really fun. On to the next thing, he says. And he rolls a... You know what? All of that activity made me really hungry. And you know what What solves hunger? A restaurant. But I'm Jason Statham. It's not just any restaurant. It's got to be a fancy restaurant, he says. Um, (laughs) And... He he sort of like looks up and down the, the seafront um, and he kind of looks at the, the speed ramps that they've put on the seafront to stop boy racers kind of driving up and down and he tuts. Like, you know, he, he mourns for their loss. But then he carries on um, and he he sees, oh, yeah, that's it, that's it. He kind of strides up onto the, onto the high street. Yeah, that's it. I, what I want to do is go to a sushi bar, he says. Um, a live sushi bar. And as he strides in with you in tow, uh, where's, unbeknownst to you, Wesley Sniper reloads. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> so... <laughs> You, um, how does this happen with a bullet? Oh my god, uh, got it. I know how this ha- how this happens. So, Jason strides in, um, and he strides in with his swagger and he just like plonks himself on a seat right in the middle of this really fancy sushi bar. Uh, it's only recently opened because I don't think Essex knows what sushi is, um, but. Uh, like the it's chefs just... turn to turn to look, and they're like, "Oh my god, is that Jason Statham? Oh, 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 good god! Oh, 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 quick, quick, quick! Get the good stuff! Get the sashimi! I know." Um, and you you see kind of everyone busying around. Um, the 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 front of house approaches <clears throat> and uh, greetings, Mister Statham. Uh, thank you for visiting our illustrious abode. Um, 
we we decided with the, the name of the venue we'd really kind of hammer home what it is that we we provide uh for our customers so that's why this venue is called raw fish um Uh, please take a seat and we will delight all of your taste buds with the most exquisite raw fish. Um, as this, uh, our, our fight, we've imported, imported, oh my God, we've brought across <laughs> one of the finest uh, raw fish chefs uh, all the way from mainland Japan. Um, he's uh, a master of 60 years at the sushi arts um, and we will, we will unleash him uh, just for you. He, he's our most valuable asset. Uh, you will experience euphoria. Um, and as this all happens, you watch as a red dot appears oh, on yeah. the stick holding up the, uh, the the trap door to the basement. And you can hear people like shouting down to the sushi chef, uh, who's for some reason in the... <laughs> a £40 donation has rolled in. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Two bullets! So... <laughs> Oh no! So, um, a silent bullet fires in through the window, silent enough that it passes through the glass and just leaves a perfectly cut hole, um, and strikes the the leg holding up the trap door, which then slams shut, uh, locking this uh, venerable sushi chef down in the basement. Um, except no one was looking at the time, so no no one saw. No one really saw it happen. Uh, but also, uh, 14. Uh, you have to re-roll that. That was loose arm. A 20. <laughs> quick Google what that means. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. no. Oh, no. You... <laughs> I know what that... <laughs> okay. So... At this point, you see the front of houses turn to look at each other, and they're like, "Oh, where's, where is our vaunted chef? What, like, I, he was, he was just here a moment ago. Where is he?" And like one of the chefs, who clearly is more of a, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson fan, turns to look to Statham, and the chef disappeared when he turned up. He's kidnapped him. He's kidnapped. He's kidnapped our veteran sushi chef. And we're gonna we're gonna set this right," says the uh, says uh, the the sous chef as he pulls out a load of fish filleting knives. Um, meanwhile, Jason's oblivious to everything that's happening. You've just seen this chef just kind of go hostile, um, but Jason looks down to his phone and he ah, oh, it's a it's a message from Rosie. I love her. She's my wife. Have I told you she's a supermodel? Yeah, bang it, bang it. What's what's it? She's accusing me of bigamy. What's bigamy mean, everyone? And uh, she, oh, no. he looks to you specifically, Bingley, the lawyer. Can you run by me what bigamy means? Yes, of course. Uh, so bigamy uh, means that your your me or yourself is really big. She's she means she thinks you're really impressive and strong. Right, right. Um, and she at just wants everyone point, to know about it. At this point, all of your Twitter feeds. <laughs> start popping off and um pictures of uh jason statham mid smooch with aunt mavis start flooding all of your social medias and his wife uh what is this what is that rosie huntingdon whitley uh, Ro rosie Hunt Huntington 
um, White Lee, almost. Rosie Huntington White Lee is currently going on the offensive uh, because she is under the assumption that Jason Statham has gotten married to someone else whilst <laughs> on his holiday to South End. And she believes that he is now also wedded to uh, Aunt Mavis. Can I? And he, he looks down and. Oh no, he says. <laughs> All right, Not again. Use, can I, can I, I'm going to use my spin doctor skill. I'm going to try. I'm going to repost the image saying. Uh, amazing new shots from F F Jason Statham's big new film with love interest. <laughs> okay, so are you posting this to the internet? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm posting. I'm putting it all over the socials. Okay, uh, so that's a spin doctor. Please roll me a d6 and d12. Um, while this is happening, bear in mind there is a uh, sushi chef bearing down on Jason Statham. <laughs> I think I've, I've noticed that, but Bigley's like, this is way beyond my skill set. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, please roll me out. A two and a, two five. And a five. Okay, so you <laughs> start kind of tweeting off and um, you using the right uh, the right the right hashtags um you managed to kind of disseminate this message back out into the internet uh that actually we're just we're just filming uh, a new film um and that starts to kind of quell some of the uh some of the hubbub but i mean you know people people miss stuff on twitter it's a bit confusing right um but also you haven't dealt with facebook like facebook is a whole a whole different beast um <laughs> Because if nothing else, all the people on Facebook are probably the Aunt Mavises that think they've also got a chance. Um, uh, but it's, it, to be fair, it's also backed up by all of the residents uh, of Essex that happens to be in Jason Statham's big confection uh, are also also tweeting that they are going to get extra parts um, in his next big film. So they're kind of demanding to know. They're weighing your inbox down. They're blowing up your DMs, trying to find out where they have to apply to audition for, like where, <laughs> where they have to go, how much are they going to get paid, what's our contract for, and you're just ah! and like your phone explodes. Under can, all can, of we, the can we somehow get a can a film started? <laughs> you, is he busy at the moment? Uh, well, Karen, did you uh, did you want to start filming right now? Uh, I will look at my exploded phone. I, I, um, does anyone have a phone? Let's, uh, we can. You notice that everyone's phone in the room has just <laughs> all the magic smoke has escaped because Statham <laughs> Jason Statham is blowing up so hard, he's literally blowing up people's phones. Oh, this is just like in home front. Um <laughs> oh. how about how about we make the we make the film about about uh about South End itself, about the the nitty gritty uh working class Essexian people? Of of South End Essex going about their their days, and then then Jason Statham is is the the pinnacle of action. He goes no, no more oppressing the working classes, no more anti boy racist speed bumps <laughs> on perfect, the perfect. on the seafront. He's gonna come in and he's gonna he's gonna shake things up and he's gonna he's gonna kiss the Aunt Mavises and he's gonna he's gonna knock down the neon signs and, and it's it's just perfect because it's 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 pretty much what he's doing anyway. All right, well yes, uh, if, and we'll film it on a phone to, to, so it has like a, a gritty sort yes. of lo-fi kind of thing. As you're discussing this, you turn to notice that Jason Statham is now on the sushi belt going around the <laughs> restaurant. Um, in a kimono, um, <laughs> drooling two-handed with this sushi chef. <laughs> um, uh, and he's uh, 
Yeah, they're just kind of going around. He's like, oh, this is great, he says. As he... Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what? how are you planning on rolling this out, Jenny? Or Karen, for that matter? <laughs> I'm going to say to the the, 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 the the sort of front of houses, I'm going to say, and this this is part of the part of the film you see like the chef isn't actually kidnapped oh no he's in on it he's he's hiding and pretending to oh. be kidnapped and jason statham's gonna find him and and save him you see save oh, the see. day sure okay that sounds that sounds great um is that a what is that <laughs> I, I think that's like maybe a, a follow me because i'm trying to i'm like yeah follow what i'm saying you know follow my follow my lead here or like it's it's a convince a convincing film. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, right, <laughs> roll me a d6 to d12. Um, we need to six or less than d12. And you have one, yes. Okay, so d12 is six, and the d6 is four. Um, so, so d12 is seven. seven. Okay, so you start like ah, like explaining this massive plan, and you're just like yeah, trying to encourage everyone to kind of step to the side so they can carry on with the filming. Um, and the 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 front of staff, like the the waiting staff, and like the other chefs are just like the chefs mainly are so they're going, oh, but we can't we can't leave. Like, do you know how little time it takes to cook sushi? Like, we can't. Like, we don't want it to burn or anything. Like, we we can't. We can't. We can't, we can't Isn't it fine. raw? Yeah, so it doesn't take very long to cook at all. So we've got to be watching it all the time in case it burns. <laughs> um. So it's just that's just how how it works. Like that's just that's just common sense. Obviously, I mean, I know that you know there haven't been any raw fish restaurants opened up in Essex in, in forever, uh, but that's unfortunately that's just you know like ancient techniques. Um, so, um, <laughs> as this is happening, you hear it ow uh, from the belt, and Jason Statham has just been uh, filleted slightly. Um, so he, I'm going to roll a d3, that is a 2 um, so he's just gained 2 squares on the dead track um, oh, no. uh, Duncan, anything you can uh, you can do about this fellow? Yeah, Duncan sees all this happening um, uh -huh. and he obviously he sees the damage that Jason has just taken but also he's, he actually believes that that's what's happening, that they are actually doing a film <laughs> um, and obviously his biggest dream is to act alongside Jason Statham. So I'm I'm guessing this is a sushi restaurant and they're going to probably take the Japanese theme a little bit too much. Um, and he's going to pull some nunchucks that he's found off the wall <laughs> and join I mean, Jason on the belt <laughs> to fight the okay. sushi chef. Uh, we had a £15 donation before the 40. So actually, I think we did the 40 ahead of time. Uh, so there's an unpredictable Jason. Okay. Cool. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is, I can imagine if it's Essex, the sushi itself is actually just little cocktail sausages, like you know, tied <laughs> with strawberry laces to like little yeah. parcels and rice, like just going around yeah, on yeah. the yeah. you know. <laughs> but the, the the fancy part of it is that they're they're not just fish fingers; they're M and S fish fingers. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> okay, so. I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, on the conveyor belt, like, uh, I mean, it's a completely unique idea, but all the plates are different colors. So, like, the blue ones are the cheapest, and it goes up to like the pink ones, which are most expensive, right? Um, and as you, 
the security, as you jump up onto the the conveyor belt, and then you you stand there stoically in place as you all <laughs> kind of, and you're just waiting to catch up with Jason. Okay. Um, at this point, Jason's like, "Ow, you just you just got blood on my." Oh, I went to Southend Seafront, and all I got was this t-shirt. Uh, sure, and he he goes, "Oh, that's not kosher, mate." And he looks up, and then reaches into his sparkly cowboy hot pants, pulls out a gun, and bang, just shoots <laughs> this um, this suit, the sushi sous chef, who just <laughs> bang, just shoots him, and goes, "Yeah, it's not weird." Um, and another <laughs> another forty pounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> as as Jason like shoots the shoots the chef and goes, oh, was that a real bullet? Um, Wesley. Also, no, he's just acting, Jason. Dear, why are these uh, bastards being so generous? I've already okay. I've already I've just rolled a twenty, which we already did because that was the big of me, uh, which is still ongoing because you know Facebook. Um, but separately, uh, uh, he stands there and goes, oh no, I just. I just killed a man. Oh, I'm really sad now. So actually, <laughs> what I'm going to do, because he's quite sad, he's a, he, yeah, he's a, he's a friendly chap. Uh, so that adds three to his sad track. One, two, three. Um, not arrested, though. This is Essex. Um, <laughs> but I did roll a two on the... Because uh, Wesley Snipes is reloaded. So yeah, Jason Sand then goes, oh, I'm really sad. I, I, think, I think I need a little pick-me-up. <laughs> And he, this time he reaches into the front of his sparkly cowboy <laughs> and he produces a Ziploc bag and uh, Agent, you immediately recognise this <laughs> as Jason Statham's private premium quality big bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of he goes to he opens it slightly and just oh, just to just to get the edge off. And then you will watch as this red laser dot lands on the side of the bag of the big bag of cocaine. And with a another side of this bullet, which creates a perfectly round hole in the front, a second perfectly round hole in the win, uh, the window at front. It hits the bag of cocaine, which then explodes violently, showering the whole room in Jason Satham's premium personal cocaine. <laughs> Quickly. There was a there was a moment breathe, of silence. Breathe in, Mister Satham. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say because it, it you're in an enclosed space, so all of you are going to add one adrenaline. And <laughs> <laughs> you unexpectedly, I, oh no! <laughs> can I um, roll my narcotics because I'm just so used to it? <laughs> Yes, you you can avoid I this if you successfully pass. Tolerance. If you can successfully pass on narcotics, I will. Uh, I'll let you ignore that. So yeah, D six D twelve. Yes. Uh, okay, you are you are inured to this. This is for everyone else. This is just inhaling a load of unexpected cocaine. But for you, it is Tuesday. Um, <laughs> so, Darling, I'm Jason Statham's agent. This is you're going to need more than this to get me high. <laughs> so. Um, like the the front, like the camera pans out to the front of raw fish, um, and there's just just this white that kind of billows out and kind of coats the the, the high street street in, in front of the restaurant. Um, you hear coughing, you hear spluttering, 
and then from the from the cocaine smog strides Jason Statham and he's dressed in his suit again <laughs> <laughs> and he he looks up and down the high street strains his tie and that was good let's go I've eaten on to the next he says <laughs> and as the four of you ah kind of come staggering out um the thankfully the the the, the gas the cocaine cloud has obscured the fact that he's just shot a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jason then looks to you, uh, and the last thing he wants to do on his adventure is like he turns to you and his eyes are intent like they look at you, they drill into you with this intensity, and he looks to you and says, I've just huffed. Three kilos of cocaine, and the last <laughs> thing that I well, the, the only thing that I want to do right now is cuddle some owls. <laughs> <laughs> and from his butt, from his pocket, he produces a brochure for a nearby owl sanctuary. <laughs> I'm gonna sort things out with Rosie. And that involves taking her back some fucking owls. All right. And he, yes, that sounds like a capital idea. Yes. And he he looks and he sees a taxi kind of rolling past. And he kind of, as the taxi passes, he grabs the driver's door, rips the door off, um, grabs the driver, pulls the driver out. Get in, we're going to pet some owls, he says, <laughs> as he jumps in. Um, and like he revs, starts revving the engine and then the boot opens up as he, in you get, he says. Um, <laughs> as, the, as the four of you pile into the boot of this stolen taxi. Um, On the drive there, yes. um, Jenny, who has never taken cocaine in her life and has now been blasted with it, she sat there with her binder is vibrating and yeah. her eyes are twitching yeah. and just from the back you can hear her muttering owl facts about group of owls is called parliament owls have claws called telescopes and help them catch food owls can turn their heads as far as 270 degrees oh darling we're, darling, to darling, we're going to have to get your tolerance up we're going to have to get your tolerance up <laughs> after this what's, ha what's happening to me Karen what's happening to me I can see I can yes. see the time continuum. <laughs> did you yes, you can smell colours. Those will stop. Did you say that I was in a parliament? Purple I smells so bad! <laughs> a, a, a parliament is good. I, could I be prime minister, do you think? I, I, I should go for it, yes. Yes, Duncan, yes. how are you doing? Yes, Bingley, you think the best owl prime minister. Yes. <laughs> Duncan, Duncan is just pretty silent, but he's still clutched hold of those nunchucks. <laughs> He's still got He's ready to use them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Uh, okay. So the five of you uh, roll up to this uh, South End on Sea. So this. So just in, just in from South South on Sea front, a Westcliff. Uh, Westcliff on Sea has just recently opened an owl sanctuary, uh, and Jason Statham somehow managed to get the travel brochure for Westcliff on Sea owl sanctuary as he uh somehow despite the fact having he he's already ripped off the driver door of this taxi so instead he smash cuts bang kicks off the passenger the front passenger door and climbs out through the other side of the car uh no actually he just kicks out the windscreen and climbs out the, the front <laughs> of the car um he mr statham the, you need to open the boot 
uh, he, he stops and he appreciates that. Uh, and he stares at the tree that he just totaled the, like, fucked the taxi into. Um, and he, oh, yeah. Oh, bam! And he flatfoot kicks the, the, the boot and the, the car just peels apart like a banana, just depositing um, the four of you on the ground. That's going to need the mechanic. Um, <laughs> and uh, he... <laughs> you would get service like that with an Uber now, would you? Bang! <laughs> Support local businesses. Um, <laughs> he he looks to you and... Now, I'm pretty pumped. So I expect that whatever's going to happen here is going to be pretty intense. And, but I don't think that... I, I genuinely think with all of my free hearts that... <laughs> that Wesley Sniper... The Wesley Sniper has well and truly run out of bullets. I, hope, I just can't believe they managed to get it in, that in his contract that he can do that. It's, it's watertight. <laughs> so he he turns to look to you, and then like you've stood, you, you've plowed the, like he's plowed the taxi into this tree right outside this like fancy gate into this owl sanctuary, and basically the whole thing looks like a giant birdcage, right? So there's like chicken wire mesh in a big cube over this area, and the owls are just flying free. Um, and he kind of looks and goes, ah, oh, no, I thought they were going to be in cages, which would make it much easier for me to, like, nick. But I guess we're just going to have to get inventive. We're catching one of these owls so I can give them to Rosie to convince her that I didn't marry Aunt Mavis. Um, and he goes to, st- like, he walks through the gates, um, and you notice that, like, the floor, like, it's basically, it's basically just a big birdcage. That's what I'm going to go with. It's a big birdcage. And he takes one step in with the, the lot of you following, and the gates close behind you for safety, obviously. Owls on the loose. Um, but you notice that the floor is covered with a layer, an almost p- too perfect layer of fallen leaves, which is odd because it's summer. And he takes a step on, you know, you're all cast on these leaves, and he's just like... Oh, I wonder where the uh, the meet and greet is, he says. And then the four of you watch as a red dot appears on a nearby console. And there's a big red button that says, do not press or shoot. <laughs> and sure enough, with a... A bullet soars in from Leon C and strikes this button that says, do not push or shoot. It depresses the button into the console. You see red lights. Woo! start flashing like the gates like uh, security gates slam down locking you all in and the floor underneath you begins lurching uncontrolled like unexpectedly and uncontrollably and you realize that wesley snipes has led you into a convoluted okay go style machine with unknown and malicious purpose (laughs) in an owl sanctuary Yep. In an owl sanctuary. So just just for reference, that's the video with OK Go, like the bandmates yeah. all on the, the, Why do they have on the treadmills. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a cultural throwback I didn't expect to have in a Jason Statham <laughs> game. Um so Jason's like, oh no, is he kind of gets wheeled along. Um I think of the five of you, a uh private security, you're probably all right because actually you've had practice on the uh on the sushi belts. Yeah. Um but as the, the lot of you are just like carried off in different directions on different um, different conveyor belts and in the center of this owl sanctuary and like you look up and all of the owls are st- on, on kind of little branches and, and sticks then they're just watching 
Um, as in the center of this sanctuary, a hole in the ground opens and like flames <laughs> lick out. You see some buzz saws, and you realize that all of these conveyor belts will inevitably, uh, in a very unknown and malicious purpose, lead you <laughs> to this pit of death. Um, and uh, Jason Statham kind of looks a little proud as he's slid along on these <laughs> conveyor belts on these treadmills, going, Yeah. Wesley Stipe's got us good this time, he says. Has he? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, as this happens, he turns to you and, but this isn't a problem. This is just a puzzle that needs solving, he says. So, all of you need to navigate all of these treadmills while also helping me to get one of them owls to prove, to prove the sanctity of my marriage. Um, <laughs> That's why they call it a sanctuary, yes. So, who's... <laughs> Why did that one get me? Um, private security. As previously mentioned, Duncan, you're the most at home, like, surfing on these treadmills. So what are you doing in this, in this scenario? Um... I don't know. I guess he's sort of... He's got... He's still got his nunchucks. Um... I think he's sort of trying to look around to see if there's anywhere that he can like stop the conveyor belts from moving. Sure. Um. Okay, so you do see. Um, so I'm gonna go out and say when when the do not press or shoot button was shot, uh, and I said I said that like the gates came down. Um, we're just gonna make this like proper Legend of Zelda puzzle dungeon like. Okay, so you can see that there's all sorts of like cogs and turning mechanisms on the walls, and you're just like, oh, I'm trying to, uh, you know, track them down. Um, you do spot uh, one set of cogs that you believe is very crucial to some of the mechanisms here. Um, whilst it might not necessarily, uh, by your reckoning, whilst it might not necessarily stop the mechanisms, you may well slow it down and buy yourself all some time. Uh, because, I mean, health and safety, moving from one treadmill to another would just be dangerous, you know? Mm. Um, but there is a finite time before you all dropped into the pit of death. Um, so, yeah, how are you, what are you doing with these gears? How are you interacting with them? Um so all the owls are sort of like above us. There's no way they're watching you like harbingers of doom. Yes. Is there any owls close to these gears? <laughs> uh, some of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A Is really, any... a really ratty looking owl. Yeah. Is there any way that I can sort of swack one of the nunchucks up in the air to see if I can get an owl lodged <laughs> in these gears? <laughs> I'm going to want my nunchuck back. I don't want it up there. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he needs one owl. The rest are expendable. <laughs> right. You've got at least 30 attempts up there. Um, and, it's, and you said it's yeah. one of the raggedy ones. He's not going to get one of the expendables. <laughs> it's one of the owls that like, hey. just recently. Hey. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it, like. You know how owls just look real dumb after they've had a bath? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's dry. I mean, it's terrible. Um, so, yeah, that sounds like these weapons are also weapons. Uh, so, oh. D6 and D12. Um, so, you need an 8 or less, but bear in mind you have adrenaline, so add 1 to your D12. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, that's a 10. <laughs> okay. So, 
Um, you go to SWAT at this owl with your nunchucks. Um, and sure enough, like you, the, the owl just kind of watches you as, as you as you approach, and as you whack, like hit it with this nunchuck. Because that's the problem with nunchucks. You don't really know where the blow is going to come from, do you? Yeah. yeah. So it's all, all weedy. So the owl's just like, looks, looks in that direction, thinking that's where the attack's coming from, and then gets hit on the back of the head. And the owl flies over towards the wall, hits the gears, and then there's, like, we... The camera pans away as there's like, <laughs> like James Bond goon death. You just see like blood splat and feathers. Um, and you're just like, ha ha, look at me. <laughs> and then everyone else looks at you horrified. <laughs> what? <laughs> Duncan. Um, and what? Why did you just throw the nunchucks in? I want my nunchuck back. You've got Get the owl in the cog. <laughs> I need both of them. <laughs> That's how nunchucks um, work. <laughs> some, someone in chat has quite rightly pointed out that this owl sounds a lot like a pigeon. Now, for those of you with a slightly more well-versed knowledge of nature, this is an Essex owl sanctuary. <laughs> 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 um so with that in mind um as this owl <laughs> gets turned into jam in the gears um you you kind of puff your chest out really pleased with yourself duncan and then you feel the floor underneath lurch a bit faster uh, and you kind of go oh those were the gears <laughs> I needed to jam an owl into. Oh no, owl so, into <laughs> an owl into. Uh, so I'm gonna progress your. So Jason Statham is now three squares closer to death. Um, <laughs> oh no. Hi. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so what does uh, what's Karen doing? Name what's Karen doing in this moment? <laughs> I think she's trying to go with it. Okay. She's just trying to go with the entire thing, and she's realised that maybe she can appeal to Jason's acting mm-hmm. by saying, by putting herself as the damsel in distress, yeah. the, the hot car babe to save from the, the, the fire machine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, are you hoping that he's gonna? Start like running back along his treadmill to towards you to Mr. Statham. This is just like in Crank. We need your help. He he looks to you and you're right, it is. And if I can get you to roll me a failed actor, yeah, roll please. So it's a uh, yeah, D6 12. You need a six or less. Bear in mind, you have plus one. No, oh! my, my narcotics because I didn't oh, you get did? plus one. <laughs> Even better. Okay, so you roll a five, um, which is absolutely perfect. Like Jason looks at you and yeah, you're right. And then from inside his suit pocket, he produces what appears to be a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch as he Daddy needs some juice. And he like attached to the battery are two like uh jump start <laughs> cables, and he just 
like jams him onto his nips and he shakes for a while like and his head starts steaming a little um as the soup catches fire and begins to burn away um and this is the, you can't have a jason Statham's big vacation without jason getting naked at least once um so as he kind of he discards this used up car battery um and he throws it and there's a big whoosh of flame as it falls into the pit of death um and he, don't worry, babe, I got you. And he rah, starts running against the treadmills. And like, it's, he's really hammering it but because of the treadmill. It doesn't, he's not actually going that fast. <laughs> like, he's not actually moving all, all that. But you have kind of slowed down his, his journey into, into the flaming pit of death. Um, you, so yes, congratulations. Congratulations there. He's, he's desperately kind of going for you. Um, and, it's clear that the, the, the electricity to the brain has kind of confused him slightly because he looks at you and, don't worry, babe. Don't worry, Rosie. I'm going to get you an owl, he says. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, and he, so he's looking from you and he's looking up at the owls. Um, and whilst this is happening, uh, Bingley, you've just kind of, oh no, just watched all of this transpire. You kind of go around your... Uh, your loopy loop towards pretty uh... much. Oh, he's not the most physical kind of guy, uh, Bingley. Tried to get into the rowing team, didn't get anywhere with it. It's been a nightmare. Um, okay, can I see any uh wires, buttons, uh, or similar anything that looks like I could have like prevent this treadmill from going? Sure, um, as you kind of very quickly look around that very much sounds like an eye for detail uh so if i can have a d6 and d12 uh so presumably you're looking for something to kind of aid duncan in turning off this yes yeah this something convoluted that is a bit death more machine. just like uh, something i can just like disconnect or press rather than explode <laughs> sure. ideally uh yeah so d6 d12 it's uh six or less but you add plus one to your d12 yeah so uh, i've got uh Five and a one. A one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we add plus one to that. So um, you turn, you're looking around and like, I mean, perhaps spurred on by uh, these gears that have just, I mean, they're, they're, they're just covered in feathers for some reason, but you just kind of, oh, oh yeah. There's, and you point and there's like a big, there's a big lever on the other side of the, um, the sanctuary that says off. <laughs> like on off, um, and you kind of the lever. You can, oh maybe maybe it's maybe it's that one. Um, you say, um, but you also kind of get the you get the feeling that Jason's not going to be able to get one of these owls unless he's in mortal peril, right? Because it's Jason, right? So with that in mind, uh, Jenny. Okay, so first off, Jenny still got the cocaine shakes, and she's like, oh, many yeah. owls have asymmetrical ears. And then she kind of slaps and goes, oh, no, um, focus. I'm just going to just gonna jump in, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, whilst you're saying this, um, you've also turned up and noticed that the walls of this uh, owl, sanctuary, owl sanctuary puzzle dungeon, um, the walls are now starting to close in on you. <laughs> Yeah, right. Just the, just the, you know, no pressure, no biggie. But um, that's okay. is nothing if not, you know, 
over at this point jenny is so up there that nothing uh -huh. nothing could stop her right now because jenny she used to be a rugby player in her youth but then yes. she took an injury to the knee so she's no longer a rugby player but she does something else and she looks at her binder and she throws it over her shoulder binder's gone she doesn't give a shit about the binder and instead she reaches into her backpack and she brings out an extendable lacrosse stick on it emblazoned is southeast ladies lacrosse team on it and she's just gonna <laughs> jump from her ex like conveyor belt just towards one of the owls totally yeah. not pigeons <laughs> lacrosse stick extended fully and she's gonna try and net her um net an owl on the way down if she's gonna do one thing right this vacation it is to get jason his owl okay okay um in which case that sounds very much like extreme sports Brilliant. uh so please roll me d60 12 you need a five or less but you're adding two i will to the oh. roll oh boy bear with me a second because oh. i may have accidentally <laughs> Close the uh, oh no, <laughs> where's it gone? Would you, uh, would yeah, you the... roll it for you? Oh my gosh, can you roll it for me, please? Uh, Meg, tall guy, there you are. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. One moment, please. Here we go. Are we all ready? Uh, uh, need a three or less. No, oh, no, so, um. You, you are hyped. You have seen every Jason Statham movie and every minute of premiere filmmaking and acting talent has brought you to this moment. You know Jason more than his own mother, Helen Mirren. <laughs> As you look at him, frantically running towards uh, Karen, yelling out i'll save you rosie he says you know that this is your moment and as you whoosh, like extend your lacrosse stick your southeast ladies lacrosse team stick and you you use the momentum of your treadmill to bounce towards the owl you take a leap well you you crouch to get you know, to get as much power in your legs as you can, and you stack it into the flaming pit of death. Uh, you acquire your third p uh, point of adrenaline, which means you die. Emblazoned <laughs> <No! laughs> <laughs> 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 on my two will be <laughs> Call Me Jenny, worst tour guide ever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh behind Jason, there's just a like a gout of flames from the pit of death. And you can I, trip into it. Can I see any any staff of the this owl center about? There are no staff. There are only pigeons. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um, right. Um, okay. So. Um, we'll we'll switch back to uh, we'll switch back to private security. Um, you are in the eleventh hour. This is do or die. Apart from Jason Statham because he's contracted to be in the next Fast and Furious film. What are you doing? Um, 
so I'm guessing the lever is up at the moment. And the lever is, is up. If the if the lot of you well, so between you, so Jason Statham won't be able to acquire his owl unless he has unless he's in mortal peril, which currently he is in. But you'll be able to pull the lever to kind of turn everything off. That much you mm. found out from uh, Bingley, the lawyer. Um, he's currently Jason is slowly advancing towards uh, Karen, um, yelling, "I'll save you, Rosie!" Um, but it seems like he's going to vault off of Karen to get the height required to grab one of the owls. Right. So oh, you feel that, like, at, potentially at that point, to get the you height can... Required to... <laughs> you feel that at that point, you'll be able to turn the thing off. But is there anything you want to do in the meantime to, to help with with what's happening? Um, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm thinking of something, and I don't know if it'll work. I basically want to see if I can grab Mr. Statham and I want to launch him towards the lever so that yeah. he can bounce off the lever, bounce off that, and then grab an owl in the process. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, in which case, you, quite sensibly, you jump onto the sides of the, the, the treadmills, the bits that don't go, you know, the bit that the treadmills goes round on. So you just kind of like jump to the side and you're like, oh, okay. And you manage to balance beam your way across towards Jason who's just like <laughs> like he's sweating, he's panting but he's going about a mile an hour because of the, the, the retroactive force from the treadmill he's running on um, and as you grab oh no he's naked isn't he um, as you <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter to Duncan he dreamed of this I just as you, slippery. you grab Jason in what is effectively so y you know that you have have trained and studied for this moment and there is a secret um a secret throwing human throwing technique that you've learned from the masters of the himalayan mountains and as you grab jason round the waist um and he's oh what are you doing and you know that the force generated with a german suplex is enough that if you release the, the person you're grabbing at the right moment, they are launched like a catapult shot. And I'm going to count that as a, these hands are weapons. Yay! <laughs> so, you need a, a 8 on the D12, but add plus 1 to it. Oh! <laughs> okay, so you you grab Jason and you plant your feet either side of the treadmill that he's been running on for the past few minutes, and you like your back bends into an, a perfect U as you German like Jason's world like flips upside down, and at the apex of the turn you release and Jason flies off towards the far wall. Um, you. As that's happening, um, Karen or Bingley, you realise that the trajectory... He's going to hit the lever, but the trajectory means that the ricochet won't put any owls in his direct path. Sorry, owls. For him to grab on the, on the bounce-off. So, between the two of you, what do you do? You need to somehow figure out how to place one, get one of these pigeons to happen to be in the in the in the arc that Jason's going to travel when he bounces off this uh, off switch. How much do I know about bird law? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
you definitely I would argue that you've definitely brushed up on like avian ownership laws because you're like a lot of a lot of birds are like exotic animals and requires a lot of you know legislation and whatnot to make sure that you're keeping them correctly um so i'm just gonna say law law let's go for it oh law law Ooh. all right so let me think I, can, I mean i can figure out how we can get like get get away with getting one of these birds but how are we actually going to get one of these birds any so, ideas karen i have some i'm put my own little stash of, of cocaine and just Hucking it at some of the birds to try and get them to fly. <laughs> okay. So between the two of you, you know that um you you take a glance at these owls and you've know you know that the great and majestic grey Essex owl, which obviously these all are, um when plied with the right narcotics. <laughs> can be summoned with a very particular bird call. They will become docile, and if it, upon hearing this call, immediately fly to land on your hand. But if, if you time it well it. enough, yeah. So if you time it, the bird will f be on its way to you as Jason Statham intercepts it on his uh, on his ricochet. Fifty a kilo. <laughs> so. <laughs> If you're, if the two of you are happy with that, as you, yep. as you think back to your, your avian law. Um, first things first, agent, can I have a narcotics check, please? Yep. So you need a six or less. On the oh no. Or... <laughs> okay. <Ten>. Um, <laughs> you. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> you all lurch. And I'm going to add two more squares to the Jason is dead, uh, the Jason dead tracker. Um, but you kind of slip at, at the last moment. You have thrown the right narcotics. Um, so at this moment, you realize, like uh, uh, Bingley, as this as this bag of narcotics <laughs> like scatters across this owl, this great Essex grey owl. Um. You need to whisper a different song, one that would not only summon it to your hand, but give the owl, owl the strength to carry whoever may be hanging off its legs, because you realize the trajectory is going to deposit Jason right into the flaming pit of death. Ooh. So, All right. if I could have a law law roll. My song yeah, will be plus one to the roll, so you need an eight or less. <laughs> if you, if, if if any of you pigeons end up being responsible for dropping this man, oh, we'll see you if in anyone, court. If anyone wants to donate a fiver, <laughs> here we go. Oh, oh boy, drum roll. Uh, oh my God! No! <laughs> 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 no, Jason. This looks like Dan might not be able to do his trilogy of Jason Statham's big vacation anymore. Oh, God, I wish I knew anything about bird law. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> At least him and Jenny will be together in heaven. <laughs> There's this moment where you look up as the bird soars towards you and you go, wait a minute, that's a pigeon. <laughs> Not an owl. <laughs> and as this pigeon is smacked by a flying Jason Statham who's ricocheted off the, the off switch, um, and like you all go, well, the three remaining of you kind of come to a halt, and then you all watch as Jason, oh no, disappears into the flaming pit of death. You see a gout of flame go up. Um, and as the three of you kind of stop, and like you've hit the off switch, so like the, the closing walls stop closing, they kind of retract, they lift up, and the, the front gates open, um, allowing you out of the Westcliff on Sea owl sanctuary. Um, and the three of you kind of look to one another and think, oh no, we've just killed Jason Statham. <laughs> I have Wesley Snipes' number. I think we should go and work for him. And, and oh no, you killed the tour guide too. <laughs> but <laughs> technically, she killed herself. <laughs> and was she really much of a tour guide? Um, as the, the three of you look to each other, wondering what, what to do next, um, there is the sound of uh, an en- a car engine <laughs> as this red Ferrari <laughs> like skids round to the front entrance of the um, uh, of of the sanctuary. Um, the, the windows are tinted. Uh... <laughs> no, the five pound donation is too late. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the. The, the the Ferrari stops and like with a with a hiss, um, the door kind of comes out and then swings up slowly, and a stilettoed foot steps out, and you all watch as Helen Mirren emerges from the driver's seat of this Ferrari and she looks to you and I'm Helen Mirren. <laughs> what have you done with my baby boy? <laughs> Smash cut to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, everyone, on completing oh. Jason Statham's <laughs> Big Vacation 2. I don't know if we deserve that. Any congratulations. Uh, but yes, thank you all for playing. Uh, thank you all for, for watching. Um, and thank you for your donations. That really, really means a lot. Um, like the, the, the charity that we're, we're working for, uh, End Youth Homelessness and 1625 People, uh, is like they're doing real important stuff. So all of the money that you've raised, which is all of it's going to the charities, um, we really, really, really appreciate it. Um, but... Yeah, I think that brings us to a wrap. Uh, so once again, uh, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, thank you Lane. Thank you. Um, Nate, did you want to do a quick shout out for anything that you're working on at the moment? Uh, yeah, so like uh, obviously you saw Chris earlier on. Um, we are also Rough Sketch Podcast. Um, you can find us on social medias just at Rough Sketch Podcast. Uh, we also run Pride Caf, which is Pride Comic Art Festival. Uh, we do uh, we celebrate uh, LGBTQI creative comic creators. Um, so yeah, which will be happening in September, September twenty third, which we announced only a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, amazing, amazing. Okay, um, yeah, thank you for that. And in which case, I'm just going to leave you on one final stinger scene. The heat is unbearable as Jason slowly pushes himself up from the volcanic floor 
and he looks around. Chains, demons, fire. Yes, this is, in fact, the seventh layer of hell. And he looks up and sat on a throne of skulls is a figure he knows all too well. And Jason, oh, no, it's you. Ross Kemp. (laughs) (laughs) See you next year. (laughs) Bye, Bye. Bye, everyone. Cheers, man. <laughs>